This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. A week one in the NFL is a wrap, and the trend continues. More on that in a mo- moment. Welcome into BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski here, Aaron Hawksworth here as well. Joe Giglio will be joining us in just a few minutes. Ian McMillan from Betside at 10 o'clock Eastern. Paul Charchian from guillotineleagues.com at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Ooh. It was dicey. It was dicey for our guy, Paul Aspen, almost kicked out in week one of his first guillotine league. And uh, we'll talk about the Vikings and some looks. I mean, I'm back in the fantasy football world. So now on Tuesdays, I've got to uh, look up Aaron. Oh, oh, who's on the waiver wire? Which players do I need to pick up? So we'll talk to Charge about that a little bit. Man, that night had yeah. it all. What a roller coaster. I was just talking to Paul Aspen, our executive producer before the show. I mean, we're going to get to you if you had Raiders money, money line, but I mean, if you had Ravens money line, you were also very, you know, on the edge of your seat, sweating that thing out, probably feeling a little depressed this morning. Yeah. That, I mean, it just really had it all in that game. It was one of the more entertaining games I've seen in a while, and I really wasn't expecting that. So we were looking at the Raiders, but we just uh, played it poorly, right? We thought it would be Raiders early, and then the Ravens right. take over in the end. It was kind, of, it was actually reversed of that. It was mm-hmm. the Ravens taking over early, and then I guess the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders needed a lot of help as well, and I'm not going to yeah. criticize them. Uh, that was it was thrilling. Um, I wouldn't say that for the first few quarters, but just looking at fourth quarter and overtime, it was thrilling. Was it? Played well? No. Was it a complete cluster? Yes. I mean, it was just, you could have just watched the end of the fourth quarter and overtime and been like, wow, that was just insane what just happened. Doesn't mean it was I good agree. football. It was insane. It uh, was 17-10 Jackson- after three quarters. So yeah, it wasn't riveting until the very end. It was almost like an NBA game where you just the end and you're like, oh, okay, pretty much saw everything I needed to see here. Yeah, no doubt. You could have done that. Lamar Jackson goes over on the rushing total. I know Joe G had that one. I was curious how the Ravens were going to use these different running backs. They just brought in uh, Tyson, uh, nine carries for 65 yards. Latavius Murray got a little run, not a ton of efficiency, but he did get into the end zone. Darren Waller had, I think, 861 targets last night from from uh, yeah. Carr and Car threw for 435. It was it was just wild. That's the third most passing yards in the last 15 years on Monday Night Football. 435. I was surprised by that because especially, you know, at least in the first half, I was thinking like, why does Derek Carr remind me of Andy Dalton? Like, here we go, oh, another three-yard pass. Like, it was just what is going on. But like all those short little passes just added up, you know? 
Yeah. Uh, Brian Edwards like, came out of nowhere, a name that we've been hearing for a few years. I believe he was one of the pieces they got back uh, with a draft pick in the Khalil Mack trade. He was huge in the fourth quarter and in overtime. He had the 55-yard kick from the Raiders to force overtime. That was amazing. Uh, the Hunter Renfro catch and tiptoe down the sideline, which I, I we'll get to this in a minute. I don't know if it was talked about on the main broadcast, but I was watching Peyton and Eli, and they didn't even bring it up. I'm like, he stepped out of bounds 10 yards earlier. It, it, one of many crazy things. And then, yeah, Edwards with another great catch and run, and he was stopped short of the goal line. They run a couple plays, can't get into the end zone. And what do you know? The Raiders start being the Raiders. They're at the goal line. Can you get it a foot? No, we're going to have a penalty. Uh, and then we're going to fire it. The receiver's going to miss it, bounces off a helmet, and then we're going to have an interception in the end zone in overtime. It was wild. So wild. 33-27, the final um, Raiders win it in Las Vegas. So happy really for that fan base, um, you know, to finally have fans in the stadium, a city that's been starved, you know, of an NFL team for so long. They finally get it. And, and to get the victory on Monday night football there. And yeah. again, like those Monday night football games, you know, they're early in Las Vegas. So I'm sure that fan base was rocking <laughs> last night. So ready to party after that game. Well, we went from, okay, the Ravens have dominated the game to now the Raiders are going to win it at overtime. Lamar thought it was done. Like he was ready to go. He was leaving, saying goodbye to people. And, and then they then they come back. And then, then it ends with the Zay Jones wide open touchdown on a strange, strange play. But I guess it, it fits everything. And how about the Raiders? On second down, Gruden wants to kick a 43-yard field goal and he can't find the kicker. I mean, yeah. just add it to the chaos. Just add it to the chaos. Uh, you know I what else we... really stood out was the L Lamar, the two fumbles. I mean, that yeah. could have cost them the game. I mean, that was – he, to me, it seemed like he was maybe trying to do too much, very inconsistent last night. And, I mean, if he's being honest with himself, I didn't hear the post-game you know, comments, but it kind of feels like a lot yeah. of that was on him. This is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, and now our guy Joe Giglio is with us. Uh, Joe G, I mean, all you needed is uh, to watch the last few minutes of the fourth quarter and that cluster of an OT last night, huh? It was crazy. I mean, everything about that was crazy. I mean, how about John Gruden trying the field goal on second down? What are you doing? <laughs> like, I, I, shades, for me, shades of Mark Trustman. Like, I've seen oh that. Oh, my gosh. What are you doing? So, my favorite part was watching, because I was watching the Manning cast last night with Eli and, and yeah. Peyton, and that was where yeah. Russell Wilson was on. Watching the three of those guys, heck John Gruden was doing, and like play through it, and Eli was like, wait a second. What? But it's second down. And like even Russ, and I think Russ was trying to be a little bit less critical because like he's in the league against John Gruden right now at the same time, right? It's not like he's not playing, but that was, it was nuts. Like, game was ins insanity that was a fun game to watch other than Manning cast was great and um and Aaron I agree with you I thought Lamar last night was not great I mean he can't fumble like that he had three fumbles in the game two he lost but he he, he needs to be better like if the, the Ravens if he was better I think the Ravens would have won that game so yeah I mean congrats he's a, he's a to you MVP. on the rushing yards though you took the over yeah. and I was so happy for you I was nervous about it and I was like ooh. Joe G's got to be happy. <laughs> yeah, he got me there. I mean, listen, 
I'll take Lamar's. I think Lamar could lead the NFL in rushing yards. So I'll take that all year, but oh, he's got to be better. Those those fumbles are too much. I was already up this morning, and we're, we'll talk about it a little bit later this hour, taking a look at the rushing yard leader. He's absolutely still in the mix. I don't, and Derrick Henry, love to see that. Love to see that in week one. So L- Lamar is going to be in that conversation. We'll talk about that coming up. Uh, but you mentioned John Gruden there. I mean, he la- He was able to laugh about it after the fact because his team is tied uh, in first place in the AFC West. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coach, in your career, have you ever been involved in a game like this before where it almost appeared like you had to win the game twice? Can you recall anything like uh, this in your like career? I died and, and woke up and died again, and I was like a cat. I had multiple lives tonight. I don't like playing like that. It was um, tough, but again, we, we did a lot of really good things to win that football game tonight. R.I.P. Just kidding, John Gruden. He's good. Like we've, <laughs> I guess so because some of the stupidity that we're going over. Like, yeah, you died because you gave the game away, or you're doing something <laughs> idiotic. But uh, they, they had some life, and at the end of the day, the Raiders are one to zero. Yeah, they are. And listen, for that game meant a lot to them last time. Right? They've had so much negativity around the offseason. We were talking about that yeah. their alternate win total. They could be really terrible. Mayock, Gruden. They got it, right? They got a win. It wasn't pretty. They got it. Now, the Ravens, I think we kind of saw that coming a little bit. So many injuries, such a bad summer. Like, I don't think it shocked anyone that they had a tough night last night. Now, they, yeah. they got the Chiefs coming up on Sunday, so the Ravens could be looking at a tough start to the season. But didn't it just feel like late in that game, like, man, the Raiders, like, that's like a monkey off the Raiders' back. They got a win. Yeah. Like, all that just goes away for a couple of weeks. They got a win. They're not the worst team right now. You know that. And John Gruden's not the, the GOAT, like, We'd be talking about him like he cost him the game last night if they lost. That's true. It's, uh, we- I was thinking it's a good thing he is a cat and has nine lives. The other quick thing I wanted to say is we were talking about the Ravens in the preseason basically going undefeated and taking it so seriously, and maybe they don't want to do that because it kind of seems like it's backfiring with all the injuries. They lose their first game. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, as far as the Ravens, yeah, we talk so much about the running backs because it's offense and that's what sells. And that's what people want to talk about with their fantasy lineups. How's it going to impact me? It it doesn't matter a ton in the end. Marcus Peters, look, car through for 435. I know he had an overtime to rack up some yards and um, they they let them move down the field to get that 55-yard field goal at the end. Car. Not a top 10 quarterback through for 435. So without Peters all year, one of these other, what are these other top guys 
going to do against that defense without Peters. They could be in for a rough one this season, including next week. Mahomes coming in on Sunday? Yeah, that's, Man, that's a problem. Man, I'm so problem. mad at myself. I didn't jump on the two and a half. That's, What's it now, four? Is it four now? I saw it jump to four. I saw it jump to four. I Well, I was hoping it was, you know, I knew it wasn't going to happen, but hoping that the contest would somehow close at three mm. or even three and a half. I would like, I still like it at four though, based on what we saw, you know? Well, I mean, they, they couldn't, co- they, they couldn't cover Zay Jones in the, in the overtime. Right. And yeah. And, and it's a short week and they played five quarters. Like wh- seriously, what's the argument to take Baltimore next week? Desperation. I mean, I guess, and I guess you could point to some of the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs did, the Chiefs had some issues right in that game. Then they they kind of rescued themselves late. I mean, they weren't perfect in Week One, but it's that's a tough spot for Baltimore. There's there's no question. How about the uh, AFC yeah. West undefeated Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, all with W's? Another tough division. The we best comp- the best divisions in football are on the other side of the coast. Yeah, where, NFC where West and AFC West. Uh, here's the here's the big deal with sports betting. Another underdog and another underdog one outright 12 and four against the spread underdogs in week one, nine win outright totals. Not much there. Unders had a slight advantage nine to seven, but 12 and four ATS. That tells me watch out for the favorites next week. And and we'll spend all week talking about it, but the books just demolish the public. I bet mostly underdogs. So I have a good week. But uh, as far as the public, they got crushed because they bet on favorites most of the time, and so they lost a lot. Uh, let, let, I thought, you know, until the madness at the end, I thought the lead was the ESPN2 broadcast with the Mannings. Uh, let's take a listen to Peyton and Eli last night. My rookie year, one of my, maybe my third start, Playing, we're playing y'all, and y'all are good. I mean, it's Ed Reed, and it's you, and it's, uh, I mean, y'all are loaded. Y'all are so good. And we used to have to call the mic, and I'm getting there. I'm saying, hey, number 52 is the mic. 52 is the mic. And you're going, no, 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 I'm not the mic. He's the mic. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Ray's right. That guy's, the other guy's the mic. And Ray, I mean, I think, you know, everybody's in there. Ed Reed's like, hey, I want to be the mic. I'm like, yeah, anybody can be the mic. Just, I'm fine. Just so you know, folks, it's not normal for the middle linebacker for the other team to make the Mike linebacker and declare the protection. That's not normal. But when Eli was a rookie quarterback, Ray Lewis is on defense. Eli, please tell us what your quarterback rating was that game. Please. Uh, a 0.0. Oh 0. 0. 0. 0.0. It's hard to do. Oh. Uh, that was terrific. That was Ray Lewis with Peyton and Eli. I believe that was in the second quarter. They had, uh, from what I can recall, four different guests. I – I don't think the ratings will be what many expect, but if you checked it out, I have not heard a poor review from anyone. I actually forgot about it. I I, I just got home from the store and Paul Aspen actually texted me about it. Like, oh, I forgot because the game was on three channels. It was ABC, ESPN and ESPN2. I don't know how I forgot about it. So I know I heard it wasn't great from the start, but I missed the start anyways. For a, a 1.0 version of this broadcast, I mean, I I thought they it was a 10 out of 10. It, it wasn't perfection, but I'm just taking that into account that they're going to figure some stuff out that that was not perfect the first time around. Yeah, I, I loved, loved it. Yeah. yeah, me too. 
I love the storytelling, the X's and O's. I thought the guests nailed it. I could see this picking up momentum, even if the uh, ratings weren't great after one week. I could really see, you know, word getting out because I'm sure a lot of people forgot. I love that show, Peyton Places on ESPN+. Plus. Mm -hmm. So I was really excited about this. I thought it was refreshing. I really loved hearing their insight. And it also kind of reminded me of um, last year when Nickelodeon had that simulcast and Twitter was like buzzing and I was like, oh, let me check this out. And I felt like that was just an interesting way to do an NFL game. I think this was even better. Um, so I really mm -hmm. enjoyed it. I will take Peyton and Eli over Greasy and Riddick and Levy any day. That Monday night Especially broadcast. Especially Levy. Oh, it's just, I just think it stinks. I mean, Riddick's always angry. <laughs> Greasy, like, who, ca who cares what Greasy has to say about anything? And Steve Levy's just no. a guy. Like, I, I don't want to watch that. I watched the Manning. Every time they put the Mannings on, I will watch that. That was pretty good. Greasy, so far removed from the game as well. Yeah. Like these guys, and, and they're they're in contact. They're friends with the Manning camps. They they have all these contacts with all these quarterbacks that are talking about every week. I actually have a few other things to say about it. Um, the guests, I thought were intriguing. I actually want to hit that on the other side, and I want to go back to the futures because there are some names that I am circling for NFL futures bets that have a ton of value. Just one week in. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron H. This is BetQL Daily. We're going to do that next. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.